What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, this is your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Hold up, hold up, song. If the numbers are red, does that mean it's recording? Yes. Swagger, swagger, oh swagger. Anyway. That's going to be my new shit. It's a special, special, special episode for All-Star, I guess. Yeah, we got the All-Stars, uh-huh. and we're not talking about me and Daniel. I mean, yeah. me and... Comedic. We got some. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Thinking about that, that's gonna be difficult. Oh shit! So we got two people on here. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey, what's up? Um, Ladies. I'm Kendake. Kendake, take out this bitch. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Moon. Mm, this oh, Moon. I like that name. All right. Oh, it's so like. Relaxing. <laughs> Man. Thank you. Oh, I like that name. That shit's dope. It is dope. So, what's everybody been up to, man? What's popping? Shit, chilling, drinking this chocolate red wine. Which is hella nasty. You think it's nasty? Yeah, it's it did give me it gives me a migraine though. That shit good, y'all tripping. Now that it is poured good. over there, now that's that's cool. If you're trying to sit up here and get some port or some wine on a cheap. You definitely need to go to Trader Joe's. What's the name of that one? Port. Borgata. Mm-hmm. Six Borgata. bucks. Can't beat that shit. Absolutely. Everybody can talk about that one. Yeah, that shit is yeah, a motherfucker. Hell yeah, man. I indulge in the red wines because I'm like my nigga Bob Marley and shit. Red, red wine. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> Feel so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that song is dope as fuck. Okay, I went through a Bob Marley phase. All right, I was finding out about my fucking ethnicity and shit, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't know I was fucking Jamaican, so I started doing everything Jamaicans do and shit, playing <laughs> soccer. Soccer is cool. Grew long dreadlocks. Listening to Bob Marley. That's so stereotypical. That's some fucked up shit. My people would resent me for that shit. shit. (laughs) Damn. Anybody been looking at the news lately? See, uh, shutdowns over. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and the um, building of the wall. Yes, and how. Oh, I was watching yesterday how um, he was on. TV talking about he is going for it's not Marshall what is it emergency state of emergency state of emergency oh uh, yeah and how he knew that he was going to get sued and you know he's preparing for it and then hopefully by the time they get all the way up to the Supreme Court he'll have his day to shine I'm like oh, okay well, I was applying yeah. for state of emergency when the motherfucking government shut down. So his ass is late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fuck is he bullshit. talking about? Yeah, everybody was in state of emergency. I'm tired. That's the crazy. fuck, nigga? I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is the point. Like, nigga, I got walls, nigga. You almost <laughs> tore mine down. Clearly. Right. You know what I'm saying? You A over here trying to... So you trying do y'all to... agree with it? Or oh, y'all don't agree with it? With what, the with wall the itself? Yeah. Fuck no. Nah. Fuck because it's ineffective. It's totally ineffective. If somebody want to get in your coming. fucking house, they're going to get in your fucking house. Like, it's not going to take... They're not. The walls are not going to stop them. Yeah. It's like... You can do that shit all you want, but if it's ineffective, then why do it? You know? And then you got to focus on how you're trying to allocate the money to do it. It was too Oh, big no, issue. but that's the thing. The money has always been there. So I don't want anybody to think that um, shutting down the government was going to loosen up some funds. Like, there was funds available. We're already in a deficit. Mm-hmm. So you can pull this money from anywhere you want. Yeah. Hell, you have the money yourself. Just sit up here and pay for this wall because this was your bright idea. So Do y'all know how that money, where that money oh, came from. Oh, you know what? Wasn't his money seized? Oh. I think his money. Um, he can't use his money, right? Yeah. Like as he, soon as he, he came into he office, they kind of technically, yeah, he can't he use can. any outside sources yeah. and shit. 
some shit like that. But I mean, but why they the said fuck? He has. But this is my thing. He has why used the, his own money. Why the fuck would he want to use his own money? Wait a second. Then he used El Capo's money. Wasn't that the whole reason that's of how this? They were interested up here yeah. and, um, and that's why finance the wall mm-hmm. from um, fourteen billion dollars. No, no, no. But it was for uh, he wanted to have Mexico pay for. But from what I'm getting from it is that he wanted to have the cartel and everybody else, whatever the drug money that was seized mm-hmm. was supposed to be. To provide for the wall. So that's how Mexico was supposed to pay for the wall. Then they had El Capo that they shit. just um, seized his money and his El assets. Chapo. El I'm sorry, El Chapo. Yeah. I'm sorry, El Chapo. They seized his, he, what is he, 14 million? Bill. 14 Bill. billion. And now they're reopening the government and everything because they're going to basically seize his funds and use his funds to build the wall. So that's, that's what crazy. they're using? That nigga is going to go ham I would that say that would be the, the safe bet for it because that's what he was saying that he wanted to do the first time is to use the drug dealers' monies um, to seal off Mexico from the Have y'all United seen States. that wall? Have y'all seen it? Mm-mm, what's it look I've like? Seen Wait a second, because I, I heard that it wasn't. It was concrete at one time, and then it was steel, and then it was something else. So then he's like, like, "Oh, I never said it was gonna be metal." Okay. Well, so I saw it on the news the other day. It's literally like slabs of wall, and outside of the slabs, there's nothing. So oh, like, wow. there's a slab, like there's a wall right here, and then everything else is like. Open. So Open. it looks like it look, that's fucking crazy. What? That's yeah, like the it looks like Hunger a demo games. room, basically. Basically, they want to fucking. This shit, it's so crazy. It looks like fuck. those walls that be next to the highway. Basically, uh-huh. it's like a tall. It's a tall wall. Uh-huh. It's really tall, but it that's it. It's like one big tall wall, and then on the sides of the wall, there's nothing there. It's open space, and you'll see. So the, let's talk about the tunnels. Right. Did we not want to discuss the fact that? A lot of people coming through are not only just going through the borders and everything, trying to get smuggled through the borders, but they Shit, have that's plenty where of tunnels. Of it is coming from. I got a Actually, motherfucking tunnel under my house. Okay, let's talk about why is it whole entire um, United Shit. States? There's tunnels anywhere. There's tunnels everywhere. There's tunnels. Yes, there's tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. There's tunnels so anywhere in this not world. Really like stop anything, especially since you guys were the ones. The government was the ones to sit up here and bring in the drugs in the first place. But we're exactly. not going to They got documentaries about. Up, like, how did this but entire not thing start? What is it that he wants to stop, and what does he think that he's going to accomplish? It's, it's about property. They're trying to take over that property down there. That's all that shit is about. Yeah. They're taking over those farmers and all of those people who got them fucking property. They're trying to take over that property so that they can do whatever fucking shit that they fucking want to do or collect tax or whatever the fuck is going on. But it's Same about property, it's about game. money. It's yeah, about money. That's Same true. Same thing happened with the weed game. You wanted to sit up here and everything was banned because it was illegal, but it's a natural product that came from Mother Earth. Right. But you now all of a sudden you growing. want to put a tax bracket on it. Now it's it's a commercialized um, entity. I can right. sit up here and I can tax it. I can profit from it. If I can and profit soon, from it, then that's fine. And soon it will become a, a commodity. Just, just like alcohol. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a very high commodity because you can use that shit for damn near anything. Yeah. You can use that shit to fucking fuel your car if you needed to. Yeah. And build homes using him. You know? It's, oh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy the only to... thing about it is that they're complaining about is the THC that's inside of it. But it's not that... It's not cut with anything. It's not laced with anything. Of course, you right. can have hybrids and stuff, of course. But if you grow it yourself, then this is one natural product that has many different um, remedies for everything. For cancers, for um, seizures, for autism, mm-hmm. for um, migraines, anorexic or bulimic and everything. Yeah. That everything. stabilizes yeah. you mentally, physically, and emotionally. So mm-hmm. Obesity. Yeah, that too, honestly. I had a conversation with somebody at work, and we were talking about that. And we were talking about how to regulate it in the workplace. And, you know. That's a conversation. Yeah, because think about it. I didn't realize your alcohol was so high. You know, as long as you're not intoxicated at work, you won't get fired. Right. But if you have marijuana in your system... Well, it's not the marijuana they be looking for. I mean, well, well, yeah, the THC, but THC. That's what fucks the game up. How how long does THC stay in your system? It depends on the body type. I mean, that's true, but on average, with alcohol too. Really? Yeah, Yeah. alcohol doesn't have a set amount of time where it exits your system. It's it's up to the individual's 
body. Body? Wow. And also, so, your intake of what it depends on what you were eating at that time. Um, what lot, were yeah. you drinking? Was it beer? Was it wine? Was it something that was hard alcohol, a hard liquor? Mm. Then that's going to take a little bit longer to break down in your system. The whole thing about a molecular system is the fact that it's what's going to take you the longer. So what's going to happen where that is breaking down in your system. If you can't break it down fast enough for it to not trace into a, um, uh, a test or so, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. So I can't say that you didn't smoke this morning. I can't say that you didn't smoke um, before you took this test because you could have smoked three weeks ago. It'd still be inside of your system. That's what, yeah, and that's what I was saying with it him. It can't say there's a certain... It may say that there's a certain percentage Mm-hmm. That um is still inside of your system, mm-hmm. but then as you were saying before, if we regulate it, then it says okay, just how you have a breathalyzer, if you have point one or below, or yeah, um, you just raised point oh five, you just raised the uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're that still, was the conversation that we had because just you just raised the mark, the mark, yeah, level, yeah. yeah, like there's some type of reform yeah. that has to be set in place because the the whole scenario we had was say everything got legalized, mm-hmm. okay. Now in the workplace, what would you do? They got to change this. Well, shit. where did it get legalized? Did it just, get it legalized just saying, on a state level or on no, a federal no, level? Just, no, on a federal level. On every like it level. was just, yeah, open just like alcohol is. Okay. So you have a, you own a business, right? Mm-hmm. You have an employer that is high at work. So you got an employer that's high at work, right? How do you regulate that shit like you would do alcohol? You know? Say he got high early in the morning, but he's working a PM shift. And and wait, so hold up. When you smoke, does it have to be to get high? No. I mean, it doesn't have to be. But if you're high and it's in the workplace that you can't be high at work, how do you regulate that? You get what I'm saying? Like, okay, even if the high came down and the THC is still in your system, how do you regulate that like you would do alcohol? You get what I'm saying? You would have to have it in a percentage. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. When you sit up here and you have like your breathalyzer, it goes from one section to the next. So from point zero 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 to 2.5 or whatever it is. That tells you how much is still inside of your system at that time. For working requirements, you can only have point blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Same thing would have to happen when you sit up here and you take your um, your smoke test. But the, the thing the about thing is that, how would you do, you that? do yeah, urine, that was urine the analysis. Question. That's the problem. It's yeah, a urine, it's analysis. urine analysis. So, and that happens um, a couple of days. It's not going to be an instantaneous thing where that you snap like a little thing just like you have the little things that go over your nose and stuff like when you pass out it's not like that so it's going to take a couple days and say okay at this point this gentleman or this female was two percent high we're not saying when that happened you could have just had a contact that same day versus somebody that had a full blunt two weeks ago so no, you're not high while you're there, but you're not going to be able to sit up here and get that information instantaneously. And so once that happens, you have a um, a delayed reaction, not delayed reaction, but a, um, a delayed time to get that information. So if they have a test that does that, that'll be something different. That's what I'm saying. They don't have a test for that right now. Yeah. question. Can you measure it? Yeah. I don't know. That's where that conversation ended That's up going. Question. Well, you got to find out. And I guess it would, be, it would differ... Uh, between people like if I smoke on the regular would that level it, yeah. yeah would that level mm-hmm. stay the same all the time mm-hmm. um, for someone that doesn't smoke say let's say strand. someone that doesn't smoke someone that smokes like once a week or once a month or whatever how would that like it just I think that would be tough to um I think there should be. The same rule happens when you sit up here and you get drunk. Like certain things are going to take you, like your lights and your darks. Mm. Either you're going to be real partying, and when you got your lights on, you be ready to fight when you drink and dark. So (laughs) it all depends on how much or what strand that you're smoking and stuff. If you're a regular habitual smoker and everything, not saying that there's anything wrong with that, 420 all day. But if you have somebody that is used to this and have built a tolerance, or they need it for medical purposes then they're 
percentage is going to be higher Mm -hmm. than regular people that Mm -hmm. are just saying, I'm just going to have an occasional smoke because I had a stressed out day or I'm celebrating for whatever reason. Right. So you have to have, it has to be regulated. And then that's when, you know, you still have your scientists coming in and saying, this is the amount of high, if that's even possible, Mm. this is the amount of level of safety of being high at this time that you should have in your system that says that you weren't nobody can tell you whether you were smoking that day or not that's the problem and that's what they're trying to alleviate when they um, when you're at work because you're in the front of um, public customer service um, law enforcement when you Mm -hmm. are um, trying to serve and protect you know, fighting out fires, you just had a bad day and everything. You went outside of smoke, you were a doctor or something like that. Because if this is going to be across the board, mm-hmm. excuse me, this is going to be across the board. So if you're a person that's on call, then you have to be mindful of what situations you put yourself in, Man, the sucks. amount of alcohol that you on a um, PRN type schedule. And if you sit up here and be like, all right, I had a rough day, I lost a child or something, you know, I'm a nurse or something, and I mm-hmm. lost a baby during childbirth mm-hmm. or so, and you sit up here and smoke a doobie for a second, but you're on call for an emergency mm-hmm. C-section or something, and now you're incapacitated. And that's but the are you I incapacitated, is, though? Like, does I weed really on that. incapacitate yeah. I feel like you? weed doesn't stop you from, like, you know... Being normal. I think, and that's why I I'm question the high thing. thing. That's I why I question the getting high thing because I feel like people have this idea of when you smoke weed, you're smoking weed to get high, yeah, or yeah. you're getting high off of weed, and that's not always necessarily the case. Like, no. I, you know, people use it for different reasons. Yeah, like, all right, I had a time where I suffered from insomnia. I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. and in order for me to be able to sleep, I had to mm-hmm. smoke. Yeah. And I didn't do it to get high, nor did I feel high afterwards. It it gave me a sense of ease in my body to be able to Mm -hmm. calm whatever it was that needed to be calmed at the moment and be able to get the rest that I needed. Yeah, which was a medicinal need. Right. Yeah. So so this high thing, I think it like puts a a bad stigma on weed. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like it, it it kills me because marijuana is not a dangerous drug or dangerous enough drug that for it not to be legal mm-hmm. only because you have people that have um oxycodone for mm-hmm. medication for um pain and all this other stuff mm-hmm. and you have stronger drugs that are legalized mm-hmm. by um, the government and um, health regulations to say that this is just for pain or this is for um, when you have ulcers or you're going through chemo and this, that, and the third. But they have these strong toxic chemicals, and that's the problem. That's what that's what we're trying to um, what we should be moving away from. Mm-hmm. We should be moving away from. These harmful chemicals, which I know Big Farm and everything is going to be the one that's going to promote this is a safe thing. But it's not something that's curing the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just putting a band-aid prolonging on, right? your, um, your ailments and everything. I'm going to numb you down right now with yeah. these pills and this liquid and this medication and everything. But it's not resolving what the initial problem is. So we need to find what the underlying foundation is of the issue. Yeah. And then this is what we need to target. We need to target um, dietary habits. We need to target um, uh, medicinal herbal yeah. solutions yeah. for the problems that we have. Something that's going to be able to break down better inside of your body instead of something that's going to break down and kill your liver. Like your liver is huge. But I mean, every little bit that you take, every pill that you're taking is taken away from your liver. And it says that on the bottle. Like yeah. it's telling you all of these warning labels that's going to come with if you take this. You're going to get nausea. You're going to get hair loss. You're going to have... Um, Exploding diarrhea or some shit like that. Who the hell wants that? And all you trying to do is grow your hair back. Yo, like, I seen I mean, this, that's crazy. this commercial with the prescriptions. You know how they yell, you know, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I seen this this one thing. And I, it was the first time I ever heard it. Somebody said you would have awkward dreams. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Awkward is, dreams. Is a bunny like eating your feet? They, I don't understand. Like, what's yeah, this? Ain't a mental, this ain't a mental is the best like remedy for all of that shit anyway. We yeah. were watching a documentary uh, today where they were talking about like 
how you can literally will your body. I mean, like your body naturally heals itself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, mm -hmm. you know, when you meditate through meditation and through like actually identifying those, you know, the problem inside of your body and like um, trying to like, I guess, mimic as if you're fixing the problem you know, uh -huh. with your hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your body will actually force the, that, that, that positivity or, you know what I'm saying? That energy. Yeah. yeah. Energy to the direction of that, you know, where the problem is, yeah. you know, heal it. Like, you had people who were, like, in stage four of, like, cancer, mm -hmm. like, literally, like, wheeling their body back into, you know, health, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy that was paralyzed. Yeah, the guy who had, he had broken, like, he had three different broken L bars in his back or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, like, they dislocated something. He was riding his bike, got hit by a car, and he, you know, was fucked up. Mm -hmm. He literally mm -hmm. said that he took, like, oh, two weeks. He was a doctor. He said, no, nah, I'm not going to have them motherfuckers do that procedure that I be doing on motherfuckers. Right. Mm -hmm. He said that I'm going to motherfucking sit here and I'm going to literally meditate. Yep. I'm going to visualize my spine and I'm going to put the bars. I'm going to put my my back together piece by piece in my head. Yeah. And he said literally his body, his back started to, like, you know what I'm saying? He started getting full motion of his fingers and he started being able to move. Now he's fucking coaching and teaching people. And mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's real, man. Yeah. It is. It is real. You know, all these people, you know, who have all these screws and bars in their back and yeah. shit. Like, if we train or teach people, like, even how they do in Asia, like, they have every morning. I, I, it, it's a part of Asia. I forget what they do. They have a morning where they just, everybody in the city goes to this place. And exercises exercise. inside of the yeah. park. Yeah. yeah. They do that in um, a lot of the major cities. They oh, have yeah. it in um, New York and um, D.C. and everything where that they come together and it's a mental thing like you were saying before your mind is the most strongest muscle that you have in your body and if you will it it's not a hope thing it's if you will yourself to say okay this is the situation this is what's going on my back is hurting or you know i have cancer cells and all this if you concentrate and you meditate and you think about how to will yourself to heal your body your mind controls everything that's just like when you sit up here and you go to sleep and everything if you're having a bad dream or you fall off a cliff and everything your mind is really feeling mm -hmm. and going through the motions yeah. of yeah. you actually falling mm -hmm. and you can actually die in your sleep from a dream that you've had that is not actually really happening yeah. so your mind is extremely extremely powerful and that's why I was saying going back to the food and the dietary needs that you have like you need to stop having things that are calcifying your penile gland which is in the back of your mind the back of your mind the back of your um your brain it's like a little small pea it looks like the eye of raw I'll bring it back to you <laughs> it looks like the eye of raw and it is and it controls your willpower to self heal yourself to um, sustain um, your well being your chi your chakras to keep them aligned and everything and people are aware of that a mm -hmm. lot of um, the food industries and um the meat industries and dairy and stuff, they know that in the processing food, to process like the chips and all this other yeah. stuff, they know that if we can calcify Toothpaste. this penile yeah. gland, correct, that Water. we yeah, can fluoride, sit up here and, and it doesn't allow you to sit up here and think outside the box. Like if you had a decalcified penile gland, you can sit up here, you can heal yourself, you can remain yourself calm, you don't have to worry about... um having support links as far as like smoking and drinking and binging on different sexes, even bad thoughts. If you sit up here and you speak to plants and everything, if you continuously speak positive to plants, they grow and they flourish yeah. because they feel that they bring it inside because they're living creatures and they bring that into their, um, their atmosphere and it causes them to grow. Same thing happens if you were to sit up here and talk evil or talk negative to that plant. The plant would die faster. Yeah. Same thing happens when you sit up here and you have like that little voice that's inside of your head that's saying, I can't do this, I can't do that. You're the only person that controls your destiny. Right. It is not your financial situation. Yeah. It is not the people that are around you. It's not the educational background that you have. Mm -hmm. Whatever you put your mind to... Mm -hmm. 
you can have that go into fruition. That's the truth. That's I true. was um, plain and simple. I was looking at this post, right? And just a hint on the topic you were talking about when it comes to opening up your third eye, pretty much. It was saying that the human eye can only see between 430 and 770 tetrahertz. Our ears can only detect sound between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. These ranges only make up a fraction of a total light and sound frequency range, which means there's a lot going on around us that we cannot see Mm -hmm. or hear. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Just imagine, you know. But we also in use today's, 10% of our brain. Exactly. Well. Yeah. In today's society, like, it's it's going to be hard. I'm not saying that everybody um, doesn't have the issue, but to a certain extent, the pineal glands are kind of calcified mm-hmm. because of what we have access to eat and drink and lowering our vibrations through alcohol mm-hmm. and things like that. Just and imagine even just household stuff like toothpaste. Yeah, like that's the the smallest fraction of things can actually have a, med, a negative impact on your body. But just imagine if it was totally de- decalcified. And imagine who controls that the entire time. Exactly. We don't control. Just our imagine what what you'd be able to and see else. and what you'd be able to hear if it was totally just perfect. So. Yeah. So I guess the problem is um, educating ourselves or having that education at hand Mm -hmm. or in an easy way for us to be able to learn that. Like, why aren't these things that we are learning from childhood? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Instead, it's the other stuff, the bad things, the things that cause our bodies harm is what we're learning that are, quote unquote, good Mm -hmm. for us. Like fluoride. I remember when I had when I had my daughter, um fluoride was like the big thing like mm-hmm. they were putting it in water yeah. they were like yeah let make sure that they drink the fluoride water it's good for mm-hmm. your teeth make mm-hmm. sure that you get toothpaste with Same fluoride thing with blah blah yeah. blah and it's like okay and at one point i was like okay yeah this makes sense but then when i started doing more research i was like no it mm-hmm. does calcify your penile gland yeah. it is yeah. bad for your system like why are you guys pushing this on us instead of rather exactly. than and it's all about money it's all oh, about yeah. money at yeah. the end of the day yeah. yes, it's all about money so Straight this is up. why it goes back to like especially weed milk. not being oh, yeah. when we were younger yeah. weed not being yeah. um they don't take they don't do to take those medicines that you're like yeah oh no no because yeah. their food is like they got it from whole foods or they used to appear and they get um organic um meats that are came from Japan, yeah. Kobe yeah. beef and stuff like that. So they're having, they have access to quality yeah. food sources and everything. And that's why I try and hone in on everybody that I know, anybody that I meet. I have like different fruits and vegetables that I get from the farmer's market. And I encourage people to step out of the box instead of going to the convenience stores. I understand it's down the street. Yeah. And, you know, you can get them in bulk, but you're saving money. From um, going to farmers markets, you're putting that money back into the community because mm-hmm. these um, these are people that have grown these products, or they are representing the people that are growing these products. And you don't have to worry about so many pesticides. I know a lot of people are allergic to pesticides. Um, some people are um, also allergic to like dairy products, and it's because each animal, which we a lot of people should already know by now, but each animal intakes or ingest the, the milk from their specific species. Yeah. We are the only species that takes milk from a different animal. And of course it gives us problems. We have gas, yeah. you know, we have diarrhea, we have um uh acne, like it's blocking yeah. our inflammation. Yeah. Exactly. Different and things. you know, mucus and stuff like that. And Dr. Seabe was um saying that a lot of the diseases that we have now or a lot of diseases that we are falling ill to is because our mucus membranes and our lymph nodes are being blocked by foods that yeah. we can't break down and we can't um, absorb inside of our body. Like meat takes a couple of, um, I think, 30 days or so, mm-hmm. 30 days to digest in your body. Yeah. And that's red meat. Um, chicken is going to be a little bit um, less, but... Fruits and vegetables, you can have that absorbed in your bloodstream yeah. instantaneously. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like the food, like this, um, the if it comes from a seed, basically, mm-hmm. which everybody should know, 
if your food comes from a seed, if it is grown from the earth, it came from an origin, just like human beings come from an origin. Um, um, animals come from the origin of their their animal mom or dad or whatever. Yeah. But you can't produce something that doesn't have a seed. Like, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have seedless watermelons. Like, ladies and gentlemen, that's not real. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, me, let me explain that to you. Like, the seed goes in the ground. And it is produced over time. It is given birth and it blooms. And then you are reaping those benefits, those minerals, everything from the ground, from the food that you're eating. And it is absorbed in your bloodstream. What are you absorbing when you have no seeds in your food? When you dead animals, you just... Putting put dead items into your body, like nothing. And the pain and the suffering too. Yeah. yeah. The energy that they were feeling right before they were killed. Yeah. The energy they were feeling. That's why they say like when you kill meat, you have to kill it a certain way. Because that's the halal. Yeah. When you kill them, uh, their body goes into a certain panic and it feeds into the meat. So when you eat that meat, it's, it's tougher and it's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't. You can. You can get sick when you die. Then they say the spirit animal plays a role in that too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's like, like you eating all, all these dead, dead creatures, creatures and shit. Like, like these creatures have no life, and you're just feed, you're feeding on death. You're a vulture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're eating dead bodies and you're cooking them. Hmm. You're eating. But the hit on. Like a carnivore. It is pretty disgusting, and from someone that like I I have dabbled in different forms of eating so like growing up i was a meat eater and like i want to say maybe four years ago or so i went vegetarian for about two years right before i moved out here and i swear like all this stuff that we're talking about now Mm -hmm. is the stuff that i was learning like eating meat eating eating um basically consuming things that had a bad breaking down right how to be able to break it down or like eating death literally eating something that's mm-hmm. dead yeah. a plant is not dead like when you're eating fruit that's not dead it's that's what it's for and like it energizes your body yeah. and it right brings up and death. i remember like how just thinking back of how i was feeling like just as a person like i was lighter i was at my optimal weight my mm-hmm. skin was clear my migraines were gone like mm-hmm. i felt amazing and then once i you know started eating meat again and just different like for some reason once you're when you're vegetarian or vegan you're it just naturally comes to you to like eat healthier and eat good yeah and then when you start to incorporate other things Mm -hmm. you just start to eat like trash basically like fast food um soda um you know just different different forms of garbage garbage right Mm -hmm. that we that we consume as or think of as food and that does such a harm to your body like now like i'm sitting here thinking why am i doing this to myself why am i Mm -hmm. continuously eating things like this that are clearly causing harm when i know what it feels like to not eat that way or Mm -hmm. to to feel good like healthy inside of my body and that exudes on the outside you know what i'm saying but the thing is that like it's so easy it's all about the access. And yeah, it's so easy. And the yeah. social media plays a big role inside of that. So you have like the propaganda from the um, the major stores, and then you see billboards and these beautiful people, and they're eating these hamburgers, and they got their little chicken legs, and this mm-hmm. and the third, and then the Super Bowl and stuff. So you have everything. Your environment is showing you that this is okay, right? Yeah. Some people, they have like little hints of when they have um, some of the truth videos or um, on TV where they say, you know, this is wrong. We shouldn't be slaughtering animals. They're living creatures as well. We should be eating the fruits and the vegetables, something that comes from the earth that's plentiful instead of depopulating an entire species to sit up there and have rare food. And, you know, sometimes some things are banned Mm. like um, shark fins and stuff like that. Like you can't sit up here and hunt for that. So you have advocates that are trying to tell people, hey, there's a better way to sit up here and get your food. And like you were saying before, you can sit up here and sustain off of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. 
and it breaks down better and you feel a lot better Mm -hmm. about yourself and your skin. And then people that stink, it's not the fact. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No, no. But like, (laughs) but I'm telling you, people that stink, it's not the fact that it's their body order. It's not that they're running all over the place or they're just the unhealthy. They have unhealthy appetites and unhealthy food that they're putting inside. So the Doritos and the pizza. I was going to say that. That's the thing. That's like when to take a bath that often you only take a bath when you're supposed to but if you keep pouring from your pores death the entire time like she was saying yeah it's going to sit up here and come out repulsive or it's going to come out smelly and everything but that, that i know when we were into, doing um, our vegetarian and our vegan thing when we sit up here had to poop you ain't smell nothing yeah but that goes right. into like into no, like I'm sexual so stuff too so like and, your, and your juices a man's good. sperm right a woman's <laughs> So, like, if you're eating bad, if you're eating horribly, that that will translate into your sperm. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we want you to have your fruits and your vegetables. Or you, when you sit up here, we're eating the cantaloupes the entire week. You're like, mm, it tastes good. Yeah, mommy. That's oh, well, how that I, works. I, I will say this. When so, that's why we encourage you to I, do I did an experiment on myself, like, three, almost four years ago. It was delicious. And... <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Like like four four years ago, I mean I I'm I'm used to eating meat, you know, but I was like I'm gonna take this week out and just eat vegetarian, and that was when I was working three forty five in the damn morning and shit like a fucking crazy, but I used to be tired as fuck in the morning, but when I did go through that little experimentation with myself for that week, every time I woke up I was not tired. Throughout the whole yeah. shift. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The shit is wild as hell. Yeah. And you could, you know, after that, it was the meat. Mm-hmm. That's so what it came from. Vegetarian? Yeah. Hell yeah, I can do it. I do it. I can, and my Vitamix is going to wear this out. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's nasty. It and then it kind of weighs you down. Yeah. yeah. Or it stinks. You're like, like mm-hmm. oh my God, I can't. Why are y'all eating that? Yeah. yeah. And you need to be looking at people funny like, yo, let me educate you real quick. Yeah. Let me bless you real quick. Yeah. Let's, let's get this together. Let's start experimenting with new. And that's the thing. A lot of people are scared of new things, new mm-hmm. and different, weird looking stuff. Like, I'm not going to eat that fruit. That fruit looks weird. My thing is, thing too, like, people get caught up on fucking eating meats and shit. shit. I be trying to figure out, how the fuck do motherfuckers get to the point where they eat cow tongues and shit? shit. I don't fucking know. Like, damn goat heads I mean, and shit. It all no. It's a cultural thing. I think thing. that was a survival it's a cultural thing. thing. It all depends on where you are demographically. What you have, like she said, what you have access to, and um, making the most of what you have. Like when, like, can't you I mean, get access you, to vegetables everywhere? But if you're, if, it if, depends if, on the terrain of the um the ground. Yeah. I mean, if, if the but land but grows, then you won't be able to. That's what I was saying. Like any any type of terrain will produce any type of vegetable all over the world. But, but it's just again, what you what particular vegetables you have access to in that different region that you have. Correct. So you have to still have the seeds to be plentiful. If there's a drought. You're not going to have your crop. You're not going to be able to push I mean, it. Yeah, Do you know true. how to sit up here and build the crops to begin with? But how does, how does a cactus grow? How does a cactus grow? Oh, in the just, desert. Oh, it just there's water pockets that are inside oh, yeah, of the desert true. as well. But that's a natural thing because that's their um, that's where they live. Mm-hmm. So they can do stuff like that. Just like we have like the snake plant. The snake plant you can neglect that the whole entire time. Don't have to water it or put any light in there, and it can still thrive. So certain plants are able to survive certain areas. So much that it's not able to produce like how it used to. Yeah, I agree. Uh huh. Fucking, fucking, uh, 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 plateaus of like fucking grass, yeah, like, like water and shit that you can actually sell and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now she's fucking desert, and I feel like that is all a part of, I don't know if you believe in global warming, but I feel like all that shit. And chemicals in there, that's why we got chemtrails. That's like, uh, yeah. That's like the 
island of Hispani- yeah. Hispaniola. Um, it's two sides, as you guys know. Before it wasn't two sides; it was just one. Mm-hmm. But now it's the DR and Haiti. Yeah. If you look at the land, it's the same. Yeah. If you look at the land, it is you'll all see one. the clear divide yeah. Yeah. in in land. I'm talking about just mm-hmm. like greenery. You know the health of the mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Haiti is basically they have depleted it. Yeah. And like it just looks, it looks deserty. Yeah. And then when you look on the D- Dominican side, um, and this is no like, you know, I'm not no jabs, right? So when you look on the Dominican side, it's green and like it's prosperous, like it's fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes back to to us, like that comes from us depleting the land Mm -hmm. and depleting from haiti so much Mm -hmm. taking and taking every like all the all the great things that they had yeah um that it left it with nothing that's right it left it with nothing not to say that there's nothing my bad but we're supposed, we're supposed to put it back. Yeah, we're supposed yeah. to replenish, yeah. cultivate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we, we take so much from people, from animals, from birds, from energy, from everything. Just take, take, take. And we never want to work to put that shit back. It takes as much work as it takes to get it. It's twice as much to put it back inside. But that's also, that goes back to, like, the society that we live in today. Like, we also don't get taught how to do those things. Like, so, like, my mom came from Okay, and in yeah. Dominican Republic, you're raised a certain way. Like things aren't just handed to you. You know what I'm saying? Like your parents raise you a certain way. And as much as you would want to bring that to the United States and raise your children the same way, it's just a different. It's a different Dyn- atmosphere. Dynamic yeah, it, yeah, like it's just different. So this is why we need to have that in schools. You can't infuse yes, the same the same principles that you would in a different country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the society we live in today just makes it so easy for us to forget our natural, mm-hmm. you know, our natural instincts, our natural way of life, man. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it what? makes it easier to just be lazy and like be yep. on the phone all the time yep. and like everything and takes a second. That that's generational as well. It's not the agenda, yeah. right? Like everything in like America, everything in everybody's society is such on a fucking agenda to where certain people can make money. Yeah. That, that like all that health shit, all that mental fucking spiritual health shit, they, the rich motherfuckers that up there got the, that the bucks, they know that shit. Exactly. But they don't want you to know that shit because if you know that shit, then it takes away from their money. Oh, yeah. And they instill that in their children as well. Yeah. So don't think that they're not going to sit up here and tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's people in India who literally just they take silk. Mm-hmm. And they make, they make they can make that shit. Yep. You, know mm-hmm. you can make clothes. You don't have mm-hmm. to go out to a store and buy that shit. You can make food. You don't have to go out and buy that shit. You can heal your body. You don't need drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's natural substances that cater to those specific types of you know what I'm saying? Like I heard that if someone's having an asthma attack, you can slip them slices of banana because it has a in it. it can or avocado. You know what I'm saying? It's either a seizure or a you can't give them anything for a seizure until they sit up here and decide though it's, it's like, but if someone passes out if someone passes yeah, out yeah. you can give them it, they say a banana potassium but like anything with potassium mm-hmm. uh and yes, that it will have the same effect. Wow, I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. A real banana, though, not them. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so let's get back to the bananas, as you're saying. There are no real bananas. These big bananas that you guys are eating, there are no seeds inside of it. Let me bring it back. It's always going to come remember, back. Do y'all remember when Moon we is always going to let you know if yeah. there's no seed, yeah. it's not real. Yes. Exactly. Let me the say. The little black thing. Those little yeah. dots, no, those are hybrids from the 70s, okay? Yeah. They had to splice yeah. them because they ran out. They came extinct. The Bora bananas, yes, thank you to my DLC right here the boar bananas exactly. are the real bananas because they have larger seeds inside of it so your tropical locations your tropical climates yeah. are going to produce the more natural fruits because nothing has been tampered with 
we get all our exportations from um, for fruits and vegetables from the tropical locations because they're having a natural. Product. That's the little yeah. small and fat when joints. When you sit up here, yeah, on the little, little bunch, ones. little small fat joints, yeah. yeah. But the bigger ones, crazy, there's man. no season them at. Yeah, if man, no shit, wild as fuck. Don't eat them joints, dog. Them joints is good as shit too. They don't uh-huh. taste like regular bananas. Mama's yeah. market, shout out to Tavola. Anyway, so but my thing is, from what we were talking yeah. about before, as far as education is concerned, education in an environment and in a structure that you guys are talking about, um, I don't agree with it being in the school. What I agree with and what I will promote is having your education start at home. Home, yeah. Because that's where your foundation is. That's where you sit up here and you have your children and um, you can talk to them one-on-one. There's less distractions and everything. And that's why it's so um, pronounced with um, different uh, family structures and everything. Mm -hmm. Spanish structures and Asian structures and Indian structures because they're so... Um, connected African structures as well is that they're so connected to their grandma, their their mima, mm-hmm. their their pop pop, their aunties yeah. and everything. They're all in the same location. A lot of them normally live in the same area, or if not, live in the same home. So they have those generational stories and education mm-hmm. and um, upbringing that. When I was younger in the 30s or in the 20s or so, if I'm still alive and everything, this is how we taught our children. This is what I'm going to instill my children. So when my children are in the house, this is how we grew plants. This is how we um, cultivated the land. This is how we sit up here and made money. A lot of people have businesses. The businesses that you have that um, you own and everything, you don't have to work for anybody else. Your entrepreneurships, you need to instill that information into your children you need to sit up here and have a um, bank account for them teach them the trade of what you're doing so that once you pass on or once you decide that you want to um, retire your children pick up from that that's how you see like a lot of um, when you go to the Chinese restaurant and you see children that shouldn't even be in there they look like they're 10 12 13 and they're paying they're like ringing you up and knowing the books in this and the third yeah Yeah. I remember like um my my aunts being right there my grandma being right there and like we always had that support system we always were learning I was always learning from something that they were saying or a story that they were telling or like my mom and my dad they both had their own businesses and I was working like I was working at a really young age learning their business Mm -hmm. learning Mm -hmm. how to you know how to manage a business at a young age and like I think as we get older and we try to seek our own way or our own life um, and have children ourselves, like, we separate from that. And for me, thinking back or thinking now, how... Traditional standards. Right. how, How I've lost some of those traditions or how I've lost some of those, um, some of those, uh learning abilities mm-hmm. however you want to put it and i haven't been able to give it to my child because we don't have that together mm-hmm. i don't have it if i don't have it she doesn't have it so it's like yeah i think it does kind of cripple us because yeah we do want to be independent we want to do our own thing we want to have our own way you know but thinking back like how much that support and learning those things from from our past from our ancestors mm-hmm how that cultivates you as a human being like and how that helps you grow and um is able to just keep keep sorry keep tradition going sorry um (laughs) it's okay um so yeah i do think it it does cripple us in a way it's good to find your own way but you're like you come from something we all come from a history there's always something in back of us that has brought us to this point. And if we don't know our history, we don't know the past, how do we really know who we are today? But I like the fact that, like, even if we do go to um, a different country to learn, um, there's a place in Japan that I know that the children from five and under, they don't learn their letters and their numbers and this and the third. They learn um, communication skills and um, teamwork and building themselves up initially 
And then like the first grade or so, that's when they go into their alphabets and this, that, and the third. And it's only to build a rapport of being polite and respectful is the most important thing first. Like meeting individuals and, you know, building. And then like the numbers and then the letters and everything else can come next because that's something that you can learn. But this is something that needs to be instilled in yourself for like self-respect and respecting others. So you can sit up here and be like, you know, book smart or street smart and this and a third. But if you don't have common sense and you don't know how to engage with somebody, you're not going to go far. Right. Yeah. And it's learning different things. But, and, and that's another thing. Like when you sit up here and you, we're saying before, if you go to a different country or you go to a different state or wherever you're going, you have your history as much as you know or whatever you've grown up with. You can take from learning from other people their history and their traditions and this and the third. And you can say, okay, this can work for me or this can't work for me. And once you return home, you can instill some of these new ideas that you've learned along with whatever you've known before and just mix them together. And then now you're having a better platform or a more in-depth and knowledgeable cultural platform for your family to say, you know, oh, this isn't like a, a stigma or anything for this type of group because I've been to Europe or I was in Australia and this, you know, this is how they do things here. This is what I can incorporate in my home. Or if you see something that's going to be beneficial to you, of course, then, you know, don't bite it, but, you know, just incorporate that in what you normally do. But bring it home. Everybody keeps their own stuff. This shit could be a job like affected, you know, like taking fucking naps and shit in the middle of the day with a whole entire fucking I am so for that. Yep. Yeah, because they're resting. Yeah, there's a lot of different places. Yeah, and yeah, in DR, I don't know if they do this in all like West Indies, but like in DR, they every business takes a lunch. Like at noon, go home, couple hours. Yeah, they go home and they eat lunch with like their family, their wife, their children, and then they go back to like. Yeah, like, why, why in America and that makes so you happy. So fucking, you have to fucking work. Because America's money hungry. Money hungry. Yeah. It's money hungry. It's not about connecting with your community. That's what I'm saying. For certain different places and different areas, you have this time where that you get to regroup. You get to, um, you spend all of your time at work. Everybody knows that. You go work 10, 20, 30 hours, 80 hours, depending on what jobs you have. You never get to see your family. You never get to see your kids. Um, you're stressed out because you have to meet deadlines and, you know, you have to be here meetings and, you know, you're trying to provide for your family and this, that, and the third. So it's stressful for you to sit up here and be able, correct. And then you became in the middle of your day, if you can work the beginning of your shift, you go home from noon to four, spend that time with your children, teach them different little things, interact with them, you know, let them know that you're still alive. Good grief. Take a nap. Because naps and, you know, everybody's knowing me. I, I will take a nap in a heartbeat. But it's to I replenish that, yourself so that you can sit up here and, oh, no, I take extended naps. I think I'm, I say I'm taking oh, a nap. Yeah. I say I'm taking a nap. No, I'm asleep. Okay, don't ask me to do nothing. Okay, I'm out. But uh, Or this bra comes off, it's over. Forget. But um, it gives you that time to reboot. Again, it's going right back to the mentally, um, to your mentality. If you can rest your mind, and you should rest your mind as often as possible, just thinking about absolutely nothing so that you can sit up here and say, all right, I'm just going to turn this all the way down to one, relax, breathe, and take the, the store, the store, the, um, the trees, the air, be aware of your surroundings. Then you can go back to whatever you were doing before, and it makes you more calm. It makes you better alert. And you're aware of what you're doing instead of trying to rush through it so that you can just crash when you're finished. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like even when you're at work, I feel like it's natural. You work for us. You go hard for a certain amount of hours and shit. It's just natural for you to eat and feel like I should just take a little and shit. 30 minutes, 15 minutes is not enough to motherfucking regroup. 
and get, get yourself, yourself back but that's to the bare minimum. Fucking, and, you know, you know working mindset. Like, like, I feel like I've got the hour of napping. You know, you know what the fuck you gotta do. Relaxation, yeah. You come back, you like, yeah, I'm good. I can go another four hours. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, like, I know, like, 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 in America, America we, we so, so fucking pressed on, like, making bread and, like, and, like trying, trying to fucking, fucking eat off of out of these fucking, fucking grocery stores and buying shit all the time. time. Yeah, we, yeah, we work so, so much fucking harder and shit. And shit. Like, like, if you live in, in the middle class, class it's like, you're working, like, three times harder as somebody who's poor or somebody who's fucking rich. You know what I'm saying? Because now, like, everybody's taking from you. You know what I'm saying? So do you think time is a factor, too? The time in the day. The time, the time that, that, you, that, that you actually, actually are awake. Well, okay, put it this way. You know how people say, man, it's just not enough hours in the day? Mm-hmm. Do you think that plays a key role in that? Oh, I, think I think it's plenty of time in the day because motherfuckers. It's like. It's how you mix it up and how you split it up. Right, like, right, if they right. had, like, a meditation. Sorry to cut you off, babe. But if they had, um, in every work area, if there was this room or two rooms and everything where that they was just for one hour, you go in there and you just sit there and be quiet and meditate. It would be a lot easier, a lot less stressful in your work environment because you just took that time to just say, I'm not going to think about this phone. I'm not going to think about these people. Hell, I'm not even going to think about my kids. Not a reason why. I'm just going to take this time the, out for me. Who and you says, need some though, that a work day has to be what is considered to be a work day exactly. who says that exactly. eight hours is what should be i mean they say it but like is that always realistic do you Not have to work eight hours like i feel like it's instilled in us that you know the number one thing is to make money the number one thing is to go to work eight the number one thing is to okay. be a nine to five like mm-hmm. but that was no, my point like my your point. number one thing should be your mental health number one exactly True. number two should be making money and putting food on the table like yeah. that that should be your number two so the majority of your time should be spent on your mental health yeah whatever that means to any individual like it's gonna be different for everybody mm-hmm. and then the rest you know what i'm saying like the other stuff is what comes secondary so to me a six hour shift a six mm-hmm. hour day work i feel like that's ideal yeah. i remember when i was when i was a part-time i went part-time for i think six months and that was like less the best. It was else, it yeah. was less stress. Yes, you it go is. in, you got you do, <laughs> you do what you gotta do, but then you got the time and the energy to focus on your you. more important things for yeah. yeah. Your family, mm-hmm. your home life, your your social life, your your yeah. I'm saying the things that you actually care about that feed your soul, that make you happy. Like that's that was the best. Like, like, and it also cuts down, down on your debt. Like, like with, with, with work, work and time and shit, and shit it's, it's really kind of fucking, fucking fucked up because, because like, like we, we have, have it, like, like now, now we in a society, society where we feel, feel like we have, we have to, to continuously, continuously work through, through an hour. An hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like back in back in, back in like times time where, where time was of the essence and shit. That's where my point was coming. That was that was my point with that. And it was and it was quality. Now by yesterday, you could work like thirty minutes and then be like, all right, I'm gonna take this break. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy working rather than. Just, just fucking, fucking be working. working. But that's when you were sitting up here, you was doing jobs that you loved what you did, or you exactly. felt, or you had a craft with it, right, right. and you knew you were good at it. Right. But so let me, let me bring this up. Positions where that we can. Let me, let me bring this point up. That's why I asked you that whole notion about not being enough hours in a day. From a history standpoint, historic standpoint, you know, everybody knows time is man made. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Back. In those ancient times, there was no concept of time. Mm-hmm. You work, you sleep, get back up, you work. I, I kind of did that another experiment on myself one time when it came to that. Mm-hmm. I took a nap during the day. I, I didn't really look at time. Yeah, I, I did it on my audios, of course. Yeah, I but I, I, I like woke up at 2 in the morning, did some things around the house, maybe played the game, stuff like that. And then, you know, took a nap at like four in the morning. Took oh, went yeah, to sleep at four that. in the okay. morning, yeah. you know, for a couple of hours, got back up, and it felt like I had more time to do everything. I, I got everything accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. use that concept of time, you know? Yeah, but I mean I'm like, it's, 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 it's like this too. Like, like, when does when the day, day, day really start? start? You know what I'm saying? So like, like, I get up at four o'clock every fucking day. Yeah. No, I get up at three o'clock every fucking day. 
And on my weekends, on my birthdays, I get up at like 4 or 5. You know, my grandmother's been getting up at 5 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning since she was fucking 20. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My grandmother's like, 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 you know, you know, I feel I like, like from, from the, this, this portion of your day, the first morning part, part mm-hmm. you know, when, you know, when you're when working, you're like, as like as a farmer, like, it's like the same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you get up at 12 o'clock, you work, 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 take your fucking break. break. You know what I'm saying? And you do your family time and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's a job, too. Like, your family is a fucking job. Yeah, sure. You have to be there for them and support and do things with them and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you have the part where you sleep and shit. You know, where I don't know where that part falls at, but... Me, I go yeah, to bed at like, like 8 o'clock and shit. shit. Now that I've been eating a little better, better and working out, I go to bed at like 9 and shit. And I still, still wake up, up at like 3, three or 4 and have energy. energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still yeah. kind of, I still be kind of a little, little tired, tired and shit, shit, but I'm not, not as fucking suppressed and compacted and shit like that. I just need like a little stretch and a little yarn and a snack and I'm good to go. Oh, a snack? So like I feel like I feel like time is like It's how you utilize it to tell the truth. And it depends on the person too. I feel like we shouldn't be really working chronologically more like you know, maybe a little systematically. But like someone like it depends on the person too. You have to work with what you, what fits you personally. Like you may be able to work at, uh, wake up at three o'clock in the morning and be good, or five o'clock in the morning and be good. And I'm someone flipping else, over. I'm flipping right? Over. Someone not, else may be I may more. Have the and quit. Yeah, maybe oh more God. functional, <laughs> or uh, yeah, more functional at a different at a later time. So I like we all, yeah, we all have this mentality because it's been instilled in us that it's normal. To be woken up by an alarm at a time that you don't, your body doesn't want to be woken up at, mm-hmm. and then go to work and do whatever the man wants you to do, and then come back and do, and then you know whatever energy is left over from that is just yours. You know what I'm saying? But everybody do doesn't else, function yeah. like that. Just like there's different styles of learning, there's different mm-hmm. ways that your body functions. Mm. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, you have to work with. What you have, and I don't think that that's understood worldwide. Like we just think that the, there's a normal function, and the normal function is what we've been taught, mm-hmm. and that doesn't work with everybody. That's why there's people that don't thrive off of those things. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that, man. I would just say go through um, self-preservation. Like you have to sit up here and be able to be mentally ready for any and everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to mellow out. Yeah. Like you can't like amp or stress about any and every little thing. You are not going to be any better to your kids or to your job if you don't take care of yourself first. I yeah. always advocate to go for self first. Self-love is the most important thing mm-hmm. above all else. You are not going to be able to get anything accomplished. Mm-hmm. Work, relationship, whether it's business partnership or um, having a personal relationship, you're not going to be able to get anything completed until you sit up here and take care of yourself first. I, I agree. My little final thought on, on all this, and we'll wrap it up. Um, you know, there's bits and pieces of information out there. And I think one of the best movies when it came to when it came to um, just like we were talking about when it came to sound and light and frequency and mm-hmm. utilizing that third eye is that movie Lucy. Oh yeah, that's um, perfect. When she started using the other half of her mm-hmm. brain, she started seeing yeah. more, she started experiencing more. And, feeling and I more think that too, yeah. yeah, I think that actually plays a key role in our life. Like mm-hmm. it got to the point that she became a, a machine. And no, she, no, she became she, the essence of everything. She, yeah, 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 she, she was, the she was of all. but that, yeah. I, that when I say that, I say when you get to that point, that's utilizing everything that you've been given. Mm-hmm. That is utilizing all and, three and through your way, eyes. right? It was yeah. like easy for yeah. her. Yeah. The strength was kind of like that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. Enlightening on some other shit. So I mean, and <laughs> another 
another good show that kind of really put, puts all that together and will actually put it in front of you, but you really have to watch it, is that show Naruto. Naruto. It's an anime show, yeah. yeah. They they really yeah, they really go through that though. They they talk about that. It is, it is. But but you know, and and, and I'm gonna I'm talk about it just a little bit because Cray put me on the drink. Cray put me on it. I was like, I was not taking that shit seriously. I was like, oh, I'm not watching this bullshit. But but when I actually did, I was like, this is freaking amazing. They talk about the chakras. They talk about genjutsu is really that that mind state. If you think about it, like well, if you gotta really watch it, all over the air and stuff. Yes, you got you got those madras, the hand signals. Those play a key role in your body as well. The ones that are fighting in the woods. Yeah, like if you really watch it and you start doing some research and correlating the two, you'll find out so much shit about that damn show that makes so much fucking sense. It's a lot of, it's a, but but like I feel like the Japanese and the Asians they're really in touch with a lot of that exactly. Shit. Yeah, they're not in touch with that yeah. shit. Yeah, they know about the shit. So exactly. They can into their fucking anime and their movies. And mm-hmm. Shit. mm-hmm. That shit is really interesting. subliminal messages. Yeah, exactly. That'll be the next episode. They use, they use, they use the answer. <laughs> Their ancestry is to make fucking shit to that, you know, American because they oh they God. got that knowledge and they're not as scared. And it's they're not scared and to put it out there. It's just cultural you know? yeah. the entire time. This is the most natural thing ever like, from their medicine and everything else. I just want to drop this little fucking shit before we end this shit. I, I remember when they came out with the fucking uh, Bruce Lee movie and shit, and he was in the hospital after something. I forgot what happened to him, but he was in the hospital. And somebody came and it was asking him like, "What is the, uh, what is the, what are the mirrors over by the window for and shit?" And he was like, "My father always told me that the, my father taught me that the way, the only way to keep the demons out of your room when you're trying to heal is to reflect them with their own fucking image." Wow. Mm. You know what I'm saying it was yeah. like he was like you know he didn't say it in that exact word but it, in essence that's what I took out of mm. it. He was basically saying like it keeps the demons away. Yeah. I think it was the shit. It was the uh, Enter the Dragon. It's one of them shits when he went to that island and he had to fight that motherfucker in the mirror room and shit. Uh, what was that shit? Uh, we don't know because I, I know what you're talking about. I don't one remember the name, drinks, bro. I forget. I don't know. I don't know if it was his, his, his. I forget what it was, but I remember he was in the hospital and that's what he said. I was like, yo, that's from like them motherfuckers over there, like them, like the monks and their fucking and their, and their martial arts schools and shit. Like they teach that type of shit. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. And that shit, like it really works because we might give it a different name, mm-hmm. like yoga and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it could be like some motherfucking school of Wun Jiang Wu or some shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like where they practice the same shit. It looks like yoga, but it's not. It's yeah. martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, Wu Tang. Well, everything is, is famous derivative for that. of like, that. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. is derivative of that. When your um your yoga and your Pilates and um your meditations, all of that yeah. is is natural, ancestral, um areas that mm. we sit up here and we go that we've already known we're just bringing it um more modern yeah to yeah. um to the area that we are but we've had it where that we've had our moments so pretty much like we're gonna touch on this a little bit more in a future episode this has been a beautiful episode it's been wonderful yes we got That's rain some... outside yeah nice yeah mm-hmm. feeling good okay, yeah okay i'm drinking on I'm drinking water. Oh, whatever. Okay. Hey, but I got we're a good. All, all na- we're on all natural. <laughs> the ladies are all natural drinks tonight and everything. That's got what a we're great, doing. great it's special guest. You know, it's, I'm drinking this was, blood of <laughs> <laughs> oh This was a great special episode. I guess you can call it an all-star episode. There you go. You know, it is what it is. So this is your boy, Comedic Energy. Kendake. And this was Dirty Mouth Radio produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Peace. Peace. See you. Bye.